stay tuned. Portland, this is Tevin. And this is Jalen. Next week on Combined Culture Radio, tune in for an exclusive listening experience. We are Portland's native Kobe premiering his new album, Escalate With Me. That's an exclusive opportunity to lean in on Kobe on CC Radio at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, November 28th, only on KBOO. I'm on the right away. Don't have to find a way. Get out my way. KBOO Community Radio is hiring a development director. This 32-hour-a-week position develops and implements the yearly fundraising plan, develops promotional and press materials, and supports the anti-oppression work of KBOO. Send a cover letter and resume to Delphine Crescenzo at del at kboo.org or send to KBOO Development Hire, 20 Southeast 8th, Portland, Oregon, 97214. Please answer in the cover letter the question, why is KBOO important? More information on the development director position is available at kboo.fm slash development hire 2018. This is KBOO, KBOO Portland. It's 10.01. Stay tuned at 11 for the Recovery Zone. Today, uh, Stephanie introduces Oregon Walks and their efforts to bring transportation justice to our streets. For now, it's Flashpoints with Dennis Bernstein. Today on Flashpoints, was London's Guardian newspaper duped into printing a phony story about an alleged series of secret meetings between former Trump campaign manager Paul Manafort and Julian Assange? We'll talk to the former British ambassador uh, and also Randy Credico about what is going on there. I'm Dennis Bernstein. All this straight ahead on Flashpoints. Stay tuned. And you're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. My name is Dennis Bernstein. By the way, that's former ambassador, British ambassador Craig Murray, author, investigator, and a close friend of Julian Assange. He joins us from Great Britain. Uh, Welcome, uh, Craig Murray. Thank you very much. And let's see if we can bring up his level a little bit and talk into that phone. And also joining us from New York City is Randy Randy Credico, uh, formerly of Live on the Fly. This is a a radio show that Randy uh, was doing out of WBAI until it was uh, canceled by BAI. Uh, But he has been doing extensive reporting on Julian Assange. And I believe personally that it has been Randy's reporting on Julian Assange that got him 
him all sort of uh, ensconced in the investigation of the special prosecutor, Robert Mueller. Uh, Randy has already testified a couple of times before that grand jury, uh, and that's a whole other story. Uh, yes. Welcome back, Craig Murray, though, and welcome back, Randy Credico. Randy, set the scene just in the context of how long you've been working on this story and a sense of where it is now. Well, I started a, a series last year, uh, April 2nd, 2017. I had Julian Assange on for the second uh, time, uh, and the second time I ever spoke to him. Everyone who thinks I was uh, in that embassy talking to him, I spoke to him uh, on my radio show way back September or August 2016, and then I didn't speak to him, chasing him for another seven months, and I got him back on April 2nd, and on that date, we kicked off the uh, uh, Assange Countdown to Freedom, which we did 12 at WBAI and uh, another 10 or 12 uh, KPFA with you. So it's been going on for a long period of time. Let me just, before I forget, I want to, I was inspired a lot by those grunts, those winter soldiers who are outside of the uh, Ecuadorian embassy in London uh, every week come rain, shine, snow, whatever, bad weather, they are always there, the uh, the grunts that stand out there and have this vigil. And then, of course, Craig Murray did many of those uh, shows that we did uh, on Assange. And, uh, Craig, you could have him on uh, 365 days in a row, and there's always something new to get out of him. That's what a great guest he is. All right, well, we want to bring you in now. Now, Randy and I want to bring you in, Craig Murray. Uh, and let me just uh, say this is coming from WikiLeaks. Uh, they tweeted uh, regarding this story coming out of The Guardian that Manafort had multiple meetings with Assange. This coming from WikiLeaks, uh, and I quote, Remember this day when The Guardian permitted a serial fabricator to totally destroy the paper's reputation? WikiLeaks is willing to bet The Guardian a million dollars and its editor's head that Manafort never met Assange. Greg Murray, do you think, what's your thought on uh, uh, did they ever meet and why is this story surfacing now? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'd met. Uh, it would have come up before now. Uh, and there are a number of things that make the Guardian story totally unbelievable. Um, for me, uh, Above all, the thing that makes it unbelievable is the fact that the uh, the visitor logs at the Ecuadorian embassy have been have been published, and Paul Manafort's name isn't on them. Um, I've uh, visited Julian at the embassy quite regularly, and the security uh, is enforced by the embassy of Ecuador. It's not WikiLeaks security and they're not WikiLeaks visitor logs and the security is very very tight and, and not entirely friendly to be to be quite honest and when you go in you have to give up your passport you must show your passport no other form of ID is accepted they take a copy of your passport they then copy the details of your passport into the visitor logs which you have to sign and they keep your passport they, they confiscate it from you and give it back to you when you leave they also take uh, your uh, mobile phone off you and give that back to you when you leave and they take any other electronic equipment off you uh, and they take your coat and they take 
um, your back. Uh, so, so, you know, this is very tight security, which is enforced on all visitors to the embassy, and it really is enforced. I, so I, you I never got in there without going through this uh, process? No, neither I nor, nor anyone else. And I, I personally nor me, witnessed... Nor me, Craig. Okay. I haven't, I, yeah. I've been there three times. And it, Craig, is it, I, I'm sorry to jump in, but he's exactly right. I went through the same rigmarole. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on, Craig, please. Yeah, no, and I personally witnessed people uh, who were regular visitors who'd forgotten their passport, not being allowed to enter. Um, and so there, there's absolutely no way that you could get in there and you wouldn't be in the visitor log and you wouldn't sign the log. That's just not feasible. And remember, it's an Ecuadorian embassy's log. So if you're trying to say that is possible, it would have had to be the government of Ecuador. While Rafael Correa, the left winger, was president, it would have had to be the government of Ecuador that organized for Paul Manafort to get in secretly without signing the logs. How on earth would, would the government of Ecuador do that? So, the, the, you know, that's a completely irrational conjecture. Um, no, no, um, Manafort was never in the embassy. Uh, it, it just doesn't add up. On top of which, of course, uh, the embassy was under 24-hour surveillance. And you pass large numbers of CCTV cameras. Uh, and there's a, there was, in that period, a metropolitan policeman sitting at a desk in the lobby area before you enter the door of the embassy, uh, checking who's going in and out. Now, not to mention, uh, you know, almost permanent uh, coverage by journalists at that stage uh, hanging around outside the embassy. So there would be... I mean, you definitely have to pass a minimum of three CCTV cameras go going into that embassy, so there would definitely be CCTV footage of Manafort appearing in the embassy, and it's astonishing uh, that after years of the Mueller inquiry, that CCTV image uh, has never appeared, uh, and, and it's astonishing that there's no corroboration from the Metropolitan Police, who know very well everyone uh, who went in and out. Yet all the Guardian has are anonymous sources, on top of which there's this, this reference to Russians, unnamed Russians. Unnamed Russians. And we should yeah. say that the, the, the supposedly the leaks come from the, uh, the Secret Service or, or some version of that uh, from Ecuador, uh, and there is a real they the current government has an axe to grind and they want Assange the hell out of there, right? Yes, they do. Um, and I mean, there appears to be a very clear indication that the Guardian is in collusion with people within the government, current government of Ecuador who share their anti-Assange agenda and are deliberately fabricating these stories, it, it, no, it refers to a uh, alleged Ecuadorian Secret Service report which details Manafort's visit. Well, the Ecuadorian Secret Service are the people who are keeping the visitor logs. <laughs> so why would the Ecuadorian Civil Service, Secret Service, write an apparently hostile report on Manafort's visit 
and at the same time exempt him from signing in their visitor entry logs. That, that, that makes no sense whatsoever. And the Ecuadorian Secret Service would certainly know the identity of the Russians who visited, because those Russians, they would have made them produce their passports at the entrance. So the idea that the Ecuadorian Secret Service only know they were Russians and don't know who they were, and the fact that these Russians don't appear also in the visitor logs. Now, the whole thing is just very, very blatantly uh, a complete and utter fabrication designed to discredit Julian Assange, to tie him in again with the whole phony uh, Mueller investigation uh, in, in an attempt to justify what looks like uh, a continued Ecuadorian campaign aimed ultimately at his expulsion from the embassy to face possible extradition to the United States on charges of espionage. I should say, uh, Craig Murray and Randy, there was a hearing today in Washington, D.C. to unseal the uh, the indictment against Julian Assange coming out of the United States. Interesting, wouldn't you say, Ambassador, the way in which that that indictment was revealed and the timing and in another offering and that's sort of crazy isn't it yeah that that was quite extraordinary i mean we've all known of the existence of, of the uh, the indictment uh, against student science for quite for quite some time from a, a variety of sources but it's always been officially denied uh, and then of course you have this copy and paste mistake where in uh, an indictment against someone else uh, the indictment this happens just to show up in the middle there it yeah, is uh, wow what's that doing there <laughs> my I, 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 I rather hope that perhaps um, wasn't an accident and perhaps wasn't uh, something which the government or or, or, or uh, the people in the security services acting against Julian Assange did. It would be rather nice if that were done by somebody sympathetic to Assange. Who Why do you say that? Get the existence out of the charges to reveal them by by supposedly accidentally copying and pasting it into another document. Why do you say that's a positive uh, piece of information revealed? Well, be because it, it's been extremely annoying, because it, it's been very obvious to many of us for um, <laughs> very many years that the actual motive of all the legal actions against uh, Julian Assange has been to uh, try to get him into the United States to extradite him uh, and, in, and to prosecute him for the work of WikiLeaks for revealing uh, the secrets Amazing. of governments which, uh, uh, and yet that's always been denied uh, so it would be rather good if somebody were acting uh, to, to prove that that is true. You're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. I should say this is a collaboration between Flashpoints and Randy Credico's Live on the Fly. Randy joins us from New York City. Uh, he has been really 
um, attempting to call attention for a long time to the plight of Julian Assange. We here at Flashpoints were honored to pick up with Randy this investigation uh, and can continue to keep an eye on it. Randy, you, you have been through a hell of a lot. You've been to the grand jury a couple of times. Uh, there have been multiple revelations. Some of them include your name. You're all over the networks. Give us a sense of what you're thinking and what you want to talk to Craig about. Well, uh, thank you. Um, uh, thank you, Dennis. Uh, you know, uh, yes, I, I've actually been in front of the grand jury once, and I have uh, appeared before the Mueller uh, investigators uh, several times. In fact, I have another date in the next week. Uh, but uh, I think uh, basically my role was invented by Roger Stone as a cover-up for other attempts that came out today by NBC News. And uh, this albatross, I think, is soon going to disappear. Uh, Craig talked about it last year on your show many times that he wouldn't trust me with a pair of socks, let alone any secrets. Uh, but, Craig, before I uh, get into that part, uh, you um, uh, know this uh, writer for The Guardian uh, who published the story today. You know of him, and he's got a long anti-animosity towards Julian Assange, this guy Luke Harding. Can you give us a little bit of background on not just him, but the Guardian's anti-Assange uh, political uh, leanings? Um, yes, I'd, I'd be, be pleased to. The Guardian started off um, collaborating with Assange uh, and at the time when, of course, the, the greatest coup, if you like, of WikiLeaks, the uh, Chelsea Manning released papers 